All right, and BradCooney.com is absolutely honored to have on board from Season 11 of The Voice, Mr. Billy Gilman. Billy, thank you so much. Honored to have you on board. Hello, my man. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Fans are excited to have you as part of the show. Um, I guess the first thing I got for you is how does it feel to be back, man? You know, um, it's amazing to be back, but to be back and singing the songs in the kind of style and the kind of way that I so back wanted to sing, even when I was younger, um, it's, it's pretty amazing. I never thought I'd have that opportunity, I'll tell you that. So it's, it's pretty cool, I will say that. It's very amazing so far. It's crazy. And you alluded to that um, when you after your blind audition, I believe it was. It's really important to you, isn't it, to, to sing what you really, really passionately want to sing about? Oh my God, absolutely! I, I mean, of course, country music is in my bones. It's what I grew up on. It's what gave me my first introduction to the world. You can't be ignorant about that, and I'm not. And I love country music, and it will forever hold a spot in my in my soul. But. So many times as I got older and really started to find out who I was, because who in the hell knows who they are at 12 years old? Yeah, no I don't know. Um, but I, I, I love the journey. But when I was, as I got older, 13, <laughs> 14, I'm a quick learner, I guess, mm -hmm. um, 15 and 16, um, I started to realize that before my voice changed, I'm singing these huge songs, but I'm not allowed to sing them because it doesn't fit. Mm. It I mean, I would do my whatever I was asked to do, and I would do my duties and all of that, and I would go back to my room or my own studio, my own private time, and I would go about these, you know, Michael Jackson ballads or Celine Dion or, um, I'm trying to think of who was around then, just these, Michael Bolton, all these big ballads and these big songs, I'm thinking, God, I, I really wish America could see this, because there's not too many kids that, that are doing this right now, but unfortunately, just didn't happen. Mm -hmm. um, so then when the voice change hit, um, that was a that was a that was a tough time because um, it, it it really just went away completely. It just wow. went away. It didn't crack like the like the funny Peter Brady thing. It just went it went oh, away. Wow. Um, and it took a, it took a long time for it to come back, and it took almost two years to relearn my voice. But then when it was finally there, I could sing those songs still, and. Um, it was, it was amazing, and I was very grateful that it came back the way it did. And so I would songwrite, still thinking I wanted to be country, but continually getting no's, no, you've already had, you've, you've already tried this, no, uh, we don't get it, we don't think you, you know, a child star, that's a tricky thing to, to invest in, mm. um, all of that, you know, and as the, as the industry got more and more download, probably, the worst off the record labels got, but it was just a tough, tough, dark time, because I always took it as a personal attack, well, apparently I'm not good enough, I don't, you know, whatever. Uh, so within that time, the voice uh, asked a few times uh, me to be on the show sure. uh, to audition, and I immediately went to what I'm hearing from these record people and these management people, and these are, no, no, America's not going to get it, they're not going to like you, you, you know that you've had the one shot and you're done. So I kept saying no, 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 no for season after season after season because I was just scared to death. So finally this season, at 28 years old, I said, you know what? I'm going to investigate a little more and I want to get some people's opinions. So I asked some people that were a part of my career when I was 12 that are no longer in the music business but are very smart 
exactly what I want to do if I say yes. I'm going to do what I've been wanting to do. <laughs> wow. Just one voice. Yeah. Um, and so I said, and so I said yes, and uh, and the, the journey began. And you know what's really cool about the voice is I'm glad that they had their backs turned to you, so nobody could recognize you, and you had to earn that thing just like everybody else had to earn it. There was no. You know, because you were a former star, there was no advantage. You had you, you were on the same equal playing field as everybody else, which I thought, though, I think is great. Oh, yeah, listen, I don't want to, you know, a, a, a childhood career is, is very um, rare. Uh, it's, sure. it's something you cannot take for granted. But I did not want to get anywhere in my next life, if you will, mm -hmm. just on that alone, because... To me, it's better now because I'm uh, I'm a grown person. Right. Um. So I'm so happy, and that was probably the, one of the main reasons why I even thought about doing this show is because no matter what people may think, it is truly, truly a blind audition. No one has a clue. There would have been sussed out seasons ago if that was the case. That yeah. People would love to find that out that it was rigged. So that to me made me comfortable being with all the other contestants mm -hmm. because I know I know how I feel inside. I know how scared, vulnerable. I'm just with them. Many of them sing better than me, can write better than me, can dance better than me, can act better than me. But to them, because of some kind of a history that I've had, some grew up with my music, so it was kind of funny. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter because we're all in that together, and that's the only reason I really, really even gave it a thought is because they have no clue in that first reaction. Yeah, that was and great. And that's pretty remarkable. It really is. It was great. Um, all right, so let's touch on the blind audition real quick. This is the first time you've been on the show, and then we'll get into your battle uh, round position uh, performance. Um, blind audition yeah. was great. You got four chair turns. Um, just talk about that experience walking out because that was, you know, that was really big for you to come out there and get those chair turns. It was awesome. Um, there were a couple people, and I listened to everything. I listened to people. I listened to advice. I listened. I'm not one to just solely go on my own gut, my own merit. In the end, I will do that. But I have to hear other people's stories, other people's thoughts. That's just how I am. And I, I there were many, uh, a few people actually on the season that didn't get any chairs turned mm. and being close quarters with all these people, you hear them sing, right? So you're at a piano in a hotel lobby and, and people are getting to know each other and you're singing and you're harmonizing. It's like a little camp, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And so all of a sudden this so so and so is singing and, and wailing and beautifully singing and they didn't get any chairs turned. I'm thinking, oh <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, how in the heck did that not get a turn? I'm screwed. So, uh, so it just it's a build up, and, and and I let sometimes myself get the best of me. But going through this process, you, you you choose songs, and you get rid of songs. You choose songs, you get rid of songs, and finally the song we all chose was when we were young by Adele. And I thought that's that's pretty brilliant for me because that's the kind of music and the kind of career I want to mm -hmm. um, imitate and emulate. You know. So, um, and plus it means it's kind of interesting when we were young, I can kind of relate giving my past history. Um, so it was, uh, I was happy they chose it and, and, and 
for me to showcase that kind of, of vocal artistry that I, I know I'm capable of that early on. Um, so yeah, so they chose that song, we rehearsed it, the time came and I stood there and I was so happy they didn't pan down on my legs a lot because <laughs> it was like we're on a cruise ship. Yeah. They were shaking so bad, let yeah. me tell you, oh my God. <laughs> it's insane how nervous I get. Like I, I've sang in front of people a lot in my life, but I've never been this nervous, ever, ever, ever. Mm. Um, so I, I opened my eyes, took me the whole half of the song, and I saw that Adam first turned. And all I looked up to when I walked out was, okay, just one chair. Yeah. One. Come on. And so he turned, and then Miley turned shortly thereafter. I closed my eyes. I said, okay, I can sing this song. Now I can do it, what I want. The pressure's off a little bit. So I hit the notes and all this, and I opened my eyes, and, the, and all chairs, they were all staring at me. Yeah. And I just, as you, as you saw, I put my, my head in my hands, and I just cried for a good 20 seconds. I'm like, all right, calm down, Gilman. Don't look like a retard. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Don't, don't, don't embarrass yourself, so, but it's, it's important to see, you know, I think, you know, looking on it, if I cry, so what, I can't help it, it's genuine, you know what I mean, I'm, I, I don't expect to get anywhere, just because, you know, everyone is, everyone is so brilliant on the show, and so humble, and so kind, mm-hmm. you're lucky to get anywhere, you know, you're all equal, you know, 50,000 people don't, you know, audition, and, and only 99 get the chance to yeah. audition in front of the judges, so, you know, it's a very fortunate thing even right there. You know, it really is. You gotta be grateful. Absolutely. You know who really just is just just uh, I think it's gonna be a real threat in this competition is Michael Sanchez. He only got one chair when he when he when he did his audition and thank God somebody turned around for him. And man, his performance the other night was like wow, this guy's he, he just surprised me with his diversity. He, he's he's gonna be a tough one. And let me tell you something. He is good. He is as humble and as kind and mm. as giving and as sincere as he is talented. So what does that say? Yeah, man. Whole package. That's good he's stuff. One of, he's one of the. You know, you get you get you get to intermingle with, with these great people and their backstories and, yeah. and all of this. And, and he really was one. Him and Dave Moisen. Moisen, yeah, they're both great guys. And good friends, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they're they're crazy talented. So happy to know them. That's for sure. Yeah, they're, they they've both been on the show this my, my podcast show already, um, and it's, I just enjoyed talking to oh, both that's of them. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, um, so let me ask you this: Did the notion did it cross your mind that what what how you would deal if no chairs turned for you? <laughs> I don't I, no I'm going to be I would be totally honest with you I didn't think I'm thinking more of what do I do now yeah than I did then right um I yeah I really I, I, I can't I, it's not a cocky thing because if they didn't turn they didn't turn if anything that's a that's anti-cocky that's a that's a major humbling effect sure um but but I didn't think I mean I, listen I've gone through at least 10 years of hardcore no's. Yeah. So it wouldn't have been the first no, and it hopefully wouldn't be the last yes. So you just you keep moving forward. You know, if anyone knows that, it's me. Yes, <laughs> sir. All right, so let's move on to the battle round. You sang Man in the Mirror, Michael Jackson, one of my favorite all-time performers and singers. Um, great song, and you sang um, with Andrew DeMuro. Heck of a battle, too, man. Talk about that experience. 
first off, it was so cool, so cool to meet Sammy Hagar. Oh, yeah. I got to know Adam a little bit, and, and uh, you know, country music and rock music, that was just in my blood, in my family. And Halen, you know, it was crazy. And then as you got older, you, you, you knew Sammy for his, he was on TV, and he, he's a huge brand with his, with his liquor and his food and all of this stuff. It's crazy. And um, when I when I walked in, I went, oh my gosh, that's Sammy. Like, it was, it was kind of cool. And what blew me away was to see someone so huge, so legendary, but so like, you know, you wouldn't think he'd be so invested. Mm. And he just was. He was on every breath. He was taking notes. He was doing. He was critiquing you. Oh, that's great. He critiqued me in many ways where it like took me back. I'm like, oh no. He, like for instance, he said I was over singing and you can't do that and you could, you know whatever. So he was very constructive in his criticism. And both him and Adam said that about about my uh, rehearsals that I just I was singing it. I wasn't delivering it like Michael in the pocket in the rhythm, a rhythmic song, not just singing. So uh, there were many, many, many nights that I would stay up, I mean, two, three, four o'clock in the morning and then have to get up early to do whatever the next day. But I was up listening to rhythms and rhythmic tracks and a background track of Man in the Mirror. And then I would sing here and then I would do this. So I would just, I, I, I lived and breathed it for as many hours as I could trying to do my homework to prove, okay, I, I can do this. I really can. It's just so my wheelhouse that I have to bring myself into this other realm of music. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so when it came down to it, I said, you know what? What will, what will be a significant moment for me is not necessarily if I hit a high note or anything, but it will be if Adam sees the homework that I did. Mm. And he did. He really pointed and, that out, too. I was, very, I was very, very grateful for that because I, I did work so hard because I was pretty scared because that was so not my kind of song. Right, thing. right. So, uh, yeah, it was intense. It really was. I slept 19 out of 24 hours the following day after the battle. Wow. Exhausted. I was, I was so exhausted. I was so done. I didn't see my family, nothing. I didn't even hear the phone ring. I oh, my God. Dead. Yeah, then you know, mental tiredness. When you mix it up in a bottle with physical tiredness, that happens. You, you just your body just gives out, it just shuts down. Yeah, it did. Yep, it did, and it did. I couldn't give any more. I mean, what they didn't show would be hilarious. I cried so hard after it, I couldn't even finish the interview process. I couldn't. Oh wow! I was just so emotionally like, I you know, I really didn't know how that was going to go down. Yeah. I had no idea. I yeah. I really thought well. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, and Andrew was... better for better. And Andrew DeMuro was very, very good. Very, very good. That was not a walk-in-the-park battle. That was a, that was a tough one to, you know... I, I had you win in two. Awesome. I had you win in two. I was, I was hoping that Adam would pick you as a winner because I, I think you did fair and square. But, man, he was great. Andrew was great also. And he's so kind, and he's such an awesome musical artist, and he plays guitar, he yeah. sings his head off, and he, and he went in there, okay, totally different from me, he went in there knowing exactly how he was going to execute that song, whether mm-hmm. he sang before or not, he knew exactly where he was going, where I, I didn't sing that kind of a song, so, you know, I was like out in my field, and he was, he, he taught me lessons, you know, and mm. he, he's a great, great person, he's become a great friend, and you, you definitely, I hope not, haven't heard the, haven't heard the last of him. 
Yeah, and I hope later on, I hope later on in the show they they have the the part where they can bring back somebody. I know they've done that in seasons, some seasons in the past, and hopefully maybe they'll do that later on in the season and he'll he'll get a shot. Um, all right. That'd be awesome. Um, That'd be awesome. Absolutely. Okay, so I have a fan question because of course I put this out that we're going to do this interview, so some of your fans wanted to ask questions, and I like to open it up to social sites to um so they get a chance to, to ask you well, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i have a question from anthony cardno and he wanted me to tell you this he wanted me to tell you that he's gay um it was important to him for me to convey that before i asked this question and i guess there's a reason for it because this question i'm going to read it verbatim okay Said you said you have recorded a lot of great songs by other songwriters and always made them real and personal. How have your personal experiences, especially coming out, affected how you how you choose what songs you'll record? And would you record an album made up only of songs you've written or co-written? There's a lot of questions within the question. Yeah, that was, was um, two or three parts there. Well, well, thank you, Anthony, for your... I think he follows me on Twitter. I think I've seen that name roll around a few times. So thank you for being a fan. It means a lot. Um, hmm. My... My choice... How I investigate and find songs that are good for me involves a couple of processes. Um, for instance, I will tell you that a song like Man in the Mirror would never be in my wheelhouse because... <laughs> It would instantly be, people would get bored, people would lose interest. People sure. would, you know, it's that kind of a song for me where it's a brilliant song, it's legendary, but it's just not a fit for Billy Gilman. So you'd be sitting in the audience and you'd start to wander, you'd start to think, okay, what time is it? Oh, is my drink empty? Oh, yeah. You know, when, when someone starts to wander like that, it's just not who you are. And so when I listen to songs, I listen to songs 20, 30 at a time, cover songs, original songs. And if something says to me, A, you can deliver this on your own merit, or B, you can bring in situations and make it work. For instance, I sang a song when I was young called Oklahoma mm -hmm. about a foster kid who meets his father for the first time. A beautiful song, such an important message, because there are so many young kids out there that don't know who their mother and father are and I couldn't imagine that and, and they're they're more warriors and champions than I am um, but I didn't know about that kind of a, of a situation I come from a family of a mother and father the same mother and father still married you know it, it's not my thing but I sat there and I thought just, just picture your mother and father leaving and you're on your own and you go to all these different homes and you don't even know who these people are and you have to make it work. Like, so if I can, if I can not, if I can't sing it as a whole, where I can, I can identify myself with it. I try to bring in storylines to make it work, so so it's believable. So when I hear songs, that's what I do. It's those two things. Can I make it work, or is it a part of me? Um, that's that's the answer to part A and part B. Um. I would, I would definitely, my bank account and my accountant would love for me to record a whole album of songs <laughs> that's written by me. <laughs> um, absolutely, yes, I'd say that. But if they're not great songs, no, you always have to pick a good 
song, and you can't be ignorant and you can't be cocky just because you wrote a song. If it's not a great song, sit down. It's not a great song. You, uh, one of the best best lessons I've always learned was always surround yourself with better people than you. Yeah. Um, and and so yeah, I mean, if I wrote ten, eleven great songs, and whichever record label at that moment was interested in me said, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, these are great enough. These are going to be. We have three hits off of this. Then absolutely. But um, you can never be closed-minded. If a song is better than yours and it's not written by you, you take it no matter what. If it reaches someone as a good positive message, inspires somebody to do better in the world, because I think the better this crazy world that we're living in right now, it, it it takes each of us to do it as a bigger picture and to be there for one another and. So many songs can inspire that. It's amazing how music transcends all the differences. Um, but that doesn't mean you're going to write it, you know? True. It just depends. If that opportunity comes, yeah, sure. But that, uh, that kind of thing only happens once in a while. And Taylor Swift is one of the only ones that I've heard come around lately that's continually doing every song herself. It's pretty rare. Yeah, true. She's, she's awesome, too, by the way. I, I, everything oh, about her. Okay. I love everything about her. Yep, ditto. Fabulous, fabulous, and a fabulous businesswoman. She knows mm -hmm. what is right for her, and you can only you can only admire that. You know, I always have somebody at her stature and notoriety global. She still goes to fans' houses. She'll show up at their front doors with like gifts and, and prizes, and um, this is I love that stuff. It's it's, it's great. All right, yeah, that's what it's about. You know, that's yeah. what it's about. Absolutely. Okay, one more fan question from Mary from New York City. Um, she wants to know, Billy, how's the music industry most changed since your early days um, of One Voice? Well, that's, that's, a, that's actually a great question because that's kind of what led me on to the show. Mm -hmm. um, the music industry definitely has changed immensely in regards to what I was back then 1998 1999 2000 they would just literally put money in front of you on behalf of the record label you sign a contract you get such and such amount of money you get such and such amount of producers you get such and such amount of publicists they create an artist development we'll give you a couple songs record them see where you're at see if we believe them then we'll go from there if they don't work we'll scratch those we'll take more songs they gave you time to develop into what you thought you were. At 12 years old, a lot of it was chosen for me, and this is what you're going to do, rather than me going, okay, this is what I want to do. Um, which is very positive. I mean, who's going to trust a 12-year-old when you've been doing it for 25 years? I mean, let's be real. Um, nowadays, not so. There's, there's, they just don't have the money anymore with all the downloading. Yeah. And they're still trying to navigate how to make money with all the Spotify and the streaming and the downloading and the iTunes mm. and the whatever. So they really don't do that anymore because it's not there. If the money is not there. And so when I came back, it was always just a no because people were not about to invest in something that already happened. Mm -hmm. they, just weren't, they weren't going to invest in something that is that never happened, let alone something that happened. Right. Whether it's a different sound or not. Um, so it, it's just changed so much. And, and, and how I looked at this was, you know, this is an, an amazing opportunity to, A, sing the kind of music that I so badly wanted to sing. But it's also almost like an artist development. You're watching every few weeks. You're seeing me grow into this new artist, this 
new person with all these new songs. If that one didn't work, well, you changed up and you do something different the next week if you can make it and stay on. So it's kind of like a, a, a television artist development. And I think that's pretty brilliant. And I will tell you one thing about this show is they hold you in such a high regard and such a, they have such a class act on how they, they, how they want to make you uh, look to the public and, and what you're feeling and are you uh, feeling respected? Are you okay? You know, this is your story. This is your life. They aren't pushing some motive. They aren't doing And it, that, to me, only makes you want to work harder because they're so in your corner. And that's very, very rare, especially in today's reality TV. You know, it's always for shock value. And I think that's why this show has lasted so long because it's just good wholesome, you can feel it, you know that these producers and these musicians and all of these people behind the, the genius that is this show, you can tell they're there for their artists genuinely yeah. and in like a family manner. And, and that's just amazing, you know, there's so much criticism and, and harshness in this world, it's just great that there's a show like this that's just about the goodness and, and how people can make a difference and, and be a better person and mistakes were made or in their lives or whatever, but everyone deserves a second chance. I think mm. it's really remarkable. And so that's how it's changed. And, you know, we're, I'm just very lucky that we have opportunities like The Voice, you know, really yeah. when it comes down to it. I agree. I would much rather watch The Voice than the news these days, brother. Oh, my God. It's, it's very sad. You know, yeah. everyone's hating on one another and no one's... You know, I'll never forget, I was in New York when I did September, uh, I did a, a special mm -hmm. on September 11th, September 10th it was, and then I woke up the next morning, the towers, had, you know, were falling, oh, yeah. and uh, it was just the scariest thing I, I probably will ever experience, uh, I hope I'll ever experience, because that was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, oh. But I never forgot going home, because we drove home, and we were, out, we were able to get home, by God's mercy. Um, it took like seven hours to get from New York to Rhode Island, my home base, when it usually only takes two hours. Yeah. But we had to stop because of these traffic and the, the bridges were bombing. And, all and people were literally opening their homes, hugging you. You need food. didn't matter who you were, what religion, what race, what gender, what struggles, whatever. There were just people wanting to help people. And yep. that's what it's got to come back to. And, and storylines that the voice shows, shows that American and that good, wholesome, helping one another feeling. You know, I think that's part of their success. I really do. And we really need to get back to that. And the news doesn't help. You are so correct. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, just, so, it's just so dividing. And, oh, it's a breath of fresh air to watch the voice. And like you said, watch all the backstories and just good young talent coming up and and even you know what's great man what about what's is his name Dan Schaefer right isn't, isn't he the fella in his 50s yes how awesome yes. is that how awesome is that I love it and let me tell you he has some vocal chops I know yeah man unbelievable unbelievable and such a nice guy you'd never know if he's but he had a lot of success yeah doing and jingles and things yeah yeah Huge, and you would ne I would never have known, and that's just supposed to show you. I mean, his wife was so sweet and humble and kind, and his son went through struggles, and he only stuck by his son's side. Yes. Great, great guy. Yeah. Amazing man. guy, amazing dad, and amazing father and husband. Absolutely. And great kick balance. 
Yes, sir. Okay, I got two more for you. I know you're busy, so I'm going to get two more and I'll let you go. One no, more. Good. This is this has been fun. I appreciate it. Oh, man, I'm glad you're having fun. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm so, I was really looking forward to doing this interview. Um, one more fan question. His name is Kevin, and he says he's a cancer survivor, which is awesome. God bless him. Um, he's from he's from Los Angeles, California, and he wants he wanted me to ask you: um, Do you find yourself giving advice to your new voice friends, being you've been in the music business so long? Um, no, <laughs> I could, but I don't think it's my place. I can mm. only mm -hmm. be there for them if they ask. I would never solicit it on. Oh no, because I think that's very rude yeah um, I agree with but that if they came and said well you know you've been here what, what do you think uh, then maybe I would say something but the whole point of it is I'm here right with them learning from these coaches you know yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot of times in the same the same boat um, but I would always try and help someone and build them up and make them feel good as a friend sure fair I think maybe Kevin was where he was going with that question was perhaps I mean if it was me if I was on that show with you I think I would maybe want to pull you aside and say hey man how do you deal with nerves singing in front of a lot of people I might look for advice tips like that maybe if it was me you know <laughs> <laughs> His legs are shaking. Look at him. He's flopping, he's flopping around like a fish out there. <laughs> he's, he's in the corner crying like a goof. We're going to leave him alone. That's funny. All right, brother. Last thing I got for you. What's some advice you could share? This is my question. Um, if somebody's out there and they're listening to this podcast or they're watching the show and they're on the fence or thinking about maybe trying out for The Voice Season 12 next season, what's some advice you could share to them for them? You know, um, I can only say that if it's truly what you are, if it's truly who you, who you are, if it's what you wake up every day living and breathing. For me, I started singing literally, I can't remember. Um, it was like 17, 18 months old. So literally, I can't remember a time where I wasn't humming or singing. So mm. it has to be all that you are. All, it's the only way for you because it's a tough road. Um, and even in this voice realm, with all the work and all of the, the hours put into it, um, it just has to be all what you, you know, it, it just has to be within your soul. Mm. And if it is that, then go for it. And if it's not, if you really like to sing, but in your gut you want to be a veterinarian, or you want to be an aide to, to teach, or, or help the world, whatever it is, if it's in a positive way, do it. I mean, we need more of that. Mm. But if, if you're a singer and you just love it like I do, it's a fabulous show. You're going to fall in love with all of the people behind the cameras. Uh, it, it's just a great, great, great organization and a great camp. 
and I'd say go for it. You have my blessing, and I would never ever steer steer anyone wrong because I've awesome. seen enough of it. And it's, like you say, it's time to create some positivity and come together. So Absolutely. I'd say go for it, and you have my blessing, and and kick butt, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. Quick shout out to the voice band too. The band that the voice uses is oh just fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's great. It, it just is great. You sit there and you go, I've dealt with some divas, and they just, they just all just want to create great music for you. They don't care. Nice. It's just crazy. It's, it's almost weird. That's that's incredible. All right, man. Well, before I let you yep. go, I want to give you an opportunity to share with the fans where they can follow you on your on your Instagram or Twitters or websites you want to talk about. Let's do that before we wrap it up. you so much for doing this. I really, really enjoyed this. And maybe we can get you back on down, down the road a little bit when the season progresses for a follow-up. I'd be happy. God willing, if we keep going, I would be happy to. That'd be awesome. I appreciate your time, man. Thank you. 